Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lancaster Safety's Workplace Safety Podcast. My name is Sarge, and here on the WSP, we will focus on common health and safety issues found in the workplace. We'll also discuss the ins and outs of what it takes to be, as well as stay compliant with OSHA's ever-changing policies. Throughout the series, we'll also be joined by a variety of health and safety professionals from across the nation to discuss various types of health and safety standards and how they could potentially apply to your workforce. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Lancaster Safety's Workplace Safety Podcast. I'm joined by our Senior Occupational Health and Safety Sales Consultant, Nick Spinda. Today, we will be picking up on Part 2 of the Secrets to Our Successful Safety Culture. We'll be sharing some safety success stories, ways we can help support safety professionals across the nation, as well as how a strong safety culture isn't just for the workplace. Without further ado, part two to the secrets to our successful safety culture. Do you have any success stories maybe for me that I would like to share? Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's a variety of different success stories. I mean, obviously, we have a ton of companies that we've helped reduce the fines. Like, you know, um, beyond that, like just helping, like one of the success stories that I really like is um, – Grant Manufacturer in Colorado, and we won't mention any client names. You know, we protect their their yeah. their uh, anonymity. If I can speak correctly, um, but you know, we've we've seen story after success story after success story roll out of that company where you know their their mod rate dropped by like half, their time off of work dropped by seventy two percent, three hundred logs dropped by forty two percent, and then just today, and this was an internal thing, and we obviously celebrate. Um, the good news from clients internally was that, um, and I forget the exact wording um, of it, but I guess that OSHA came through and was um, so pleased with the way the safety program was running. And you saw that message on the instant yeah, messenger yeah, internally um, that, you know, they, that no citations, you know, right off the bat, they knew they had no citations. And obviously safety director looks like a rock star. Um, and he is, I mean, he does a great job. You know, we've worked closely with him for a while. Um, and, and it's just great when, you know, not only can we keep the employees safe, but even like the safety directors and the people that are in charge of safety, we can make them look good. Right. Um, you know, that's actually one of the most difficult parts of this job is sometimes when it doesn't work out, you know, I'd love to say that we're perfect, but you know, no. you do have some of the clients that, um, things just don't fit right. Things don't gel right. You know, there's either miscommunication or some issues. And, and that's probably the hardest part is, is when, you know, you get someone on board and they're excited to, um, you know, utilize the service and then things don't get off. And a lot of times the first year can be difficult right. getting the program off the ground. Um, and if, you know, things don't go right, that that can be almost heart-wrenching, especially for someone like me because, right. like, okay, I, I help convince them to utilize Lancaster Safety Services. You know, you outlay these promises and these are what, this is what we're going to do. Put your and name then, on the line. Exactly. Put you put your name on the line. And then, and then if things don't go perfect, sometimes that that can be a little heart-wrenching. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of success stories. I mean, I have a large client up in the New York area that um, – same thing. Like, you know, they, they had some uptick in injuries, uptick in incidents, and they reached out. You know, we partnered with their HR department and they got us on board and we got the program kind of settled in. And they brought in a, a few people to help administer the the, the program. And now uh, injuries have gone down dramatically from what I've heard. And, um, you know, safety's going up. The culture's gone up. I mean, they still have had a few incidents. I mean, mm-hmm. they're a large company and have a lot of employees and moving parts. But it seems like things are really moving in the right direction. And, you know, they, 
brought on a safety person after they brought us on. And again, we're making her look really good and, and, that's and, and carrying a lot of weight. Yeah, and of course. A lot, a lot of times, I think that's also something that's uh, often um, a, a misconception. Uh, safety directors, a lot of times, take the position like as if we're trying to uh, almost take their position over when we're just trying to provide them the resources they need to do, do a better job at their position. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's, it's the consulting world. Yeah, so, I mean... What it comes down to is is that you know we're there to, as you mentioned, support a safety director. Right, provide that assistance. You know whether you know a lot of times we're working with safety directors in larger companies, smaller companies we're working directly with the owner, mid-sized companies we're working with HR or some manager. Yeah, whomever there. Bob that got Bob yeah. that's going to do safety from now on. Yeah, Bob that got thrown in. So. Yeah, exactly. Bob that didn't got voluntold that he's but, now in charge of safety. Voluntold he's the last guy showing up to work that day. Exactly. So I mean, it doesn't matter what stage that the or you know where the company's at with their safety. Uh, it doesn't matter who we're dealing with. Um, our, our job, and I always put it in a lot of times. Uh, people are familiar with the IRS and and taxes and stuff like that a lot more than they are with OSHA. Absolutely. And our service is very much like the the same support that. Uh, an accounting firm or CPA firm gives to a bookkeeper, we give to whether it be the safety director, the office manager, the HR person, or the, the director of ops, the owner, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, we're there to uh, load them up with resources, help them to uh, cut through, you know, the BS, right. uh, clear up muddy waters, and, and just make sure that they're working off of accurate information. And, and that can be different for a lot of different companies. Sometimes that's mm-hmm. a lot of paperwork. Sometimes it's a lot of Q and A. But the, the so, whole thing there is, is we're there to support, not to take away. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's kind of a shame in that our biggest object, objection that is unspoken is, is that, oh, well, you're going to take our job. Right. And, and I get that because the fear of consulting, you know, right. consultant carries that name. I, I remember when I was working in New York or right out of college, my second job out, and I had just started with this company. I'm two months in. Mm-hmm. And then we have these, quote, unquote, consultants come in. And the consultants, you know, did a small interview of a lot of the people. And long story short, a few weeks later, I'm called into the office with a room full of people that have been working there for many, many years. Um, and they're telling us that we're all getting laid off. Oh. And the consultants were there to basically, you know, cut costs, which gotcha. would be people. Um, and that's not what the type of consulting we do no. at all. And there should be no threat. There is the threat. And I understand the threat. And, you know, obviously people's livelihoods, it's very important to them. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's difficult sometimes overcoming that when you're trying to help somebody that, especially when you know that the service is fitting, suitable, and you can really make that person look great. And Absolutely. they're on pins and needles because they think that you're going to, you know, if you do all that, what do I do? We, we get that sometimes. Like, if you're going to do all this and, you know, if you're going to train the employees and write the manuals, what, what do I do? What we do is we give you enough time to then focus on what the employees are doing day to day and go onto the job sites and make sure that they're providing their – Yeah, you get to interact with the employees yeah. and actually run the safety program. Right. You, you know? get to be the face of the safety, you know, culture. You just got promoted to director of safety instead of, you know, Congratulations. Exactly. We exactly. just promoted you and you didn't even know it. <laughs> and that's great. And, that, and that's the biggest thing. Like it, it, it kind of drives me crazy because there's a lot of times where you come across those directors that are just assuming that you're trying to you know, cause the worst or cause trouble. We're just there to provide that assistance 
for them and their employees. And that, that's the biggest thing that I really want, you know, want to get out there for people that, you know, if you need help, don't be scared to ask. Don't be, you should be more afraid of the things you don't know than the things that you do know. Absolutely. Right. And, I, and I've, I've seen that too. It's like, there's been companies I've talked to and I can just tell from the tone on the phone that, wait a second here, if I bring you in, then that's going to make me look bad when I know that we could help that person. And then I follow up with that person a year down the road. Yeah. And guess what? They're gone. They're gone. And they're gone. And I, and I, I talked to, you know, whoever was their superior at the time, you know, and, oh, yeah, well, they, they just weren't performing. They didn't have the right skill set to, to perform, perform those functions. Right. And and I'm just kind of like in the back of my mind thinking, I get this is crazy. I, not only could we have helped that person out, we could have actually saved their job. Yeah. Because we could have filled in some of the blanks that they were obviously overlooking and missing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that's a big thing. You know, just making sure that, you know, you have someone there that's taking the time to um, – update the written programs, provide the trainings on the, the time and basis when they need to be you know, conducted. You know, training is not one of those things that needs to be done whenever someone gets hurt. I mean, how many times have you seen that? It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's got to be done before. That's really a preventative action, not, not, not a, a, yeah. a re, you know, reactionary measure. Like that's, exactly, that, exactly. that's the huge thing is, is that, you know, again, you got to be proactive, not reactive. Uh, uh, you know, that was the old saying, uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. That's it. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, we, we've come across that so many different times out there. Um, and that that's a big thing that we just want to get across to people that, you know, put in place those preventative, um, you know, trainings and, and programs and get that out there and get that into your employees' heads and, and build that safety culture. Build that safety culture. If there's a one, uh, one solid message we can come from from this podcast moving forward is, Build a safety culture within your company and, and within your family uh, and just nationwide because, you know, it's going to um, prevent loss of life, injuries, downtime, just all the bad stuff that, you know, no one wants to have to deal with. Right? And focus on it in, in your home life, you know, just Absolutely. You know, be just, you know, you know, take these measures and, and plot them in a, in a home too. A lot of them can be. You know, yeah. Crazy. The, for the first time in my life, I have a fire extinguisher in my house. Really? I, yeah. I went out and bought one for a couple of years ago. And actually, because a Christmas gift for my parents, I mean, part of their Christmas okay. gift. But yeah, like I bought them a fire extinguisher because I realized they didn't have one. So I like parents because parents give the best safety gifts. I think <laughs> parents are the only ones that give out like the AAA. I mean, yeah. parent, parents are, that's a AAA gift as parents. A roadside assistance kit. That's a, that's a dad gift. You're that's, getting, that's definitely he's like he's like all right you're gonna give me ties for father's day for 15 years here you go here's a bunch of, <laughs> here's some jumper cables and uh here's something you don't necessarily want but you need but you need exactly exactly and that that's a great point that's a great point me and you uh we actually participate on a deck hockey team and i i know when you originally started playing you didn't wear a helmet no no and then uh got got smacked in the face a few times and uh now you are oh uh, now i can't my wife has basically said that i'm not allowed to play any way shape or form of hockey without uh, proper headgear because I, I don't have a lot of uh, to look, looks points to lose at this point so uh, you know I, I got to keep all the ones I have so I have the, the full the full mask on you know n nothing's getting through there fair enough fair. <laughs> and, and you know I, I coach softball so um, my daughter yeah. my daughter's and, played softball many many years and, uh, the the gift card so and for the people that are listening that are unaware uh, which would be most people unless they work here uh, we do highway cleanup every year, and, yeah. and I'm going to lead you into the, oh, your question. Go. You know where I'm going with All this. Right. 
Um, we do highway cleanup every year. And at the end of every highway cleanup, uh, again, Lancaster Safety, you know, just a great employer in so many ways, uh, gives us a gift card uh, for, you know, our participation. And uh, Sarge had gone out and done the uh, highway cleanup. And I actually bring my kids along with me. Brought your kids along with you, and, and they got the gift card. And, yeah. and your daughter, Aiden, what, what did she go out and buy with her gift card? We ended up going to Dick's, and we went and just bought a whole bunch of safety equipment for her, her, her softball. She plays uh, shortstop and uh, face masks, arm pads. Um, we even bought a pad for her. Uh, she has a uh, little leaguer's elbow occasionally, so bought a pad to kind of help tame that down, knee pads. Um, yeah, she's geared out. She's, she's protected from head to toe. And and the face masks did come in handy. Go ahead. It, Play it, that it, story. Oh, um, yes. She's, she's probably gotten numerous hard line drives, grounders, hit directly to her, and many, many times that, that face mask has protected her gorgeous face, uh, her her jaw in particular. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's been more than once where she's picking the face mask off the ground, but that's because it did its job to protect her from getting hit where, where it really you know, counts. So, you know, it, absolutely. And I, I wouldn't have known that or even thought of that uh, if I didn't start working here and, and taking safety to the next level in, in my life and – in work as well as outside of work. So, and that's what it's all about is, is developing the culture harness thing, getting people to voluntarily get involved and, and, and pulling your employees in. I mean, every culture is going to be a little bit different and, you know, there's, there's no one solution. There's no one idea that's going to work for every company. It's, it's playing around with things, finding out what works and knowing your employees. Um, obviously, you know, we can help provide some solutions, but at the end of the day, you got to read your own employees and, and see what's going to work for them. Open that conversation. Open yeah. the conversation and get them involved too. Yeah. People like to be talked with, not talked at. You know? Absolutely. The, uh, one of the points we missed on the VPP, but we'll touch base when we do the VPP podcast, is they, it starts from the top. VPP, that's their, their, the number one thing is um, it, it starts with management, it starts at the top, starts with the owners. You know, And if they're taking you seriously and they're living by it, everybody else will as well. And that's the truest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a cultural thing. And again, everybody's got to be on board. If you're doing as I say, not as I do, um, that's that's typically not going to go uh, over very well. Yep. Unfortunately, that sound means we're out of time for today. Nick, thank you for joining me. And thank you all for taking the time of listening in. If you have any further questions, please call Lancaster Safety at 888 403 6026 and we'd be happy to help. Also, follow us on social media for more health and safety news and updates. We truly appreciate your time and hope you enjoyed. If you'd like to keep up to date with future workplace safety podcasts, please click the subscribe button. Thank you and please have a safe day.